Hey, I'm Jen Sui. I'm a certified life coach and soul whisperer, helping you unearth your true self and learn to embrace the human experience to have more ease, peace, and freedom in your life. Listen on to find out how. Hello, hello, soul searchers. Welcome back. And today is day 12 of 12 days of breakthroughs. We made it. It's at the end and we're going to be ending with a bang. This one's going to break your brain a little. So don't be hard on yourself if you need to re-listen to this, take some notes and really chew on each component of today's episode. We're going to be talking all about how to get out of the matrix. And trust me, your soul needs to hear this. If you've just been getting this feeling that things aren't working the way that they should, Your life might be good, but it's not great. Maybe you've been struggling with something and working on it, but it's just not clicking. And maybe you even notice that you're yourself, but something still feels off. This disconnect is happening for a reason, and I'm going to tell you exactly why it's happening and what you can do about it. Like always, I'll be talking about this through a spiritual lens, but I will do my best to connect the normie language, the kind of if you're still in the matrix language, to the soul self language, because honestly, it's not that it's any different. It's just different things resonate with people at different points in their journey. And I want to make sure that you get the most out of this. This episode is going to be broken down into four parts. Who you really are, why you're really here, why you're struggling, and how to ascend your consciousness to get out of that. So let's start with part one, who you really are. We're talking about your true identity here. Now, this is going to be the version of you that goes beyond what you look like, what your job is, what your role is. If you're a sister or a mother or a father or whatever, it goes way past what you're doing and who you think you are. And it really taps into the soul essence of who you are. Here's why I break your brain a bit. Most of us are taught that who you are is based off of what you look like, what you do, what you don't do, what you say, where you go to school, how much money you make, what your relationship status is, the clothes that you wear, and the way that you treat people. Now that's a really like 2D, 3D way to think about things. And in our world, we know that this is not the only dimension that we have. There's so much that we don't know and science is always trying to uncover more, but remember this, that science is always lagging behind the spiritual intuition that most people have but might not be tapped into, but we all have it. If we look back in history at all the shamans, dynasties, we look at witches and witchcraft, and where every country has their nativist people, they were the original custodians of the land that had to understand what they were dealing with in nature. So they looked at the moon, the skies, the stars. They could feel their life shift as the world shifted. They were able to work with the seasons and different changes read the clouds, the rain, the texture of the soil. They knew everything about plants and herbs, animals. They knew how to use every single part of an animal if they had to kill it. They had all these traditions and the ability to speak with spirits. There is no such thing as a mental illness, but instead spiritual illnesses, demonic forces, karma, mystic gifts like visions, oracle readers, prophecies, all of these different things. And if we think that right now in society, we are the smartest that we've ever been because we have science to prove it, and if the data doesn't say it, then it's not right, then we're literally shooting ourselves in the foot and putting a ball chain on it. There's so much wisdom out there that tells us more about who we really are, what we're meant to be doing, how to take care of this earth. But the way that our societies have been built and the forces that have used power over compassion 
to colonialize countries, to kill off certain religions, to forbid people to practice their own forms of spiritual wisdom and academics. They burned witches who were really just women who had an opinion, who were smart, who actually could understand things like herbs and food and the moon and nature. Anything that didn't fit the church was pronounced as demonic and paganistic. And then humans had the audacity to be like, I know the word of God or the universe. And they wrote down these stories that were then interpreted to be rules that made you either moralistic or not. Hence all the original conditioning that makes us also afraid of being a bad person. When in reality, the people who are actually the ones who are fucking shit up are the ones who think that they're a godsend. Okay, I'll reel myself back a little bit. This all being said, I don't claim to be an expert in any of that stuff. I'm just going to tell you how I have been experiencing my own journey into my spiritual growth and ascension and coming back home to myself so that I can live my life truthfully, authentically, and freely because that's my specialization. That's what I help other people do day in and day out. So if you're operating in this realm where you think that who you are is limited to, you know, all the things I've said before of what you're doing and what your gender is and etc., then you're also going to be caught up in this idea that there's a best self. And the best self, I think, is a product of the matrix that we live in. The matrix being that there is this illusion that there's only one reality that we live in, that there is a set fate kind of of who you're supposed to be, this one path, right? Go to school, be a good person, get a job, get married, have kids, you know, all these kind of desires that we don't really question and are just taught to have. Basically, living our lives as humans on autopilot instead of being the spiritual beings that we are and going through the human experience, which is what the matrix is not built for. That's what I mean when I refer to the matrix. So you see this best self being this thing that's marketed to you through all these different companies, through personal development, through jobs, through schooling, through conditioning. And while it's not like a bad thing to want to learn who you are, develop yourself as a person, achieve higher levels and all these things, the way that it becomes almost sinister is that because we know that we are supposed to be these spiritual beings that are free to be who we are, explore the world, and achieve whatever it is that we want to achieve, which I'll dive more into in the second part when we talk about why you're really here. Not every force on the earth is actually good. Like, bad, evil, mean people, like, all these forces still exist. You can also go into a rabbit hole and look at, like, souls and where they came from and all the different types, all the different planets and systems that they come from. But there's literally souls that are here to kind of fuck shit up. Like, that's what they are meant to do. Which is why when we look at these things that just don't make sense, like these mass shootings, people who are just extremely corrupt, these sociopaths and psychopaths that have no emotional remorse and no connection to even who they are or the people around them, why it's so jarring for most people is because we're like, that doesn't make sense. Because one of the truths that we all know is that we're all here not knowing what life is all about and trying to do our best to figure it out, trying to just live our lives. And when there's people who are here to fuck shit up or we feel like we're fucked with, then it just lowers everyone's vibrations and we get angry, we get upset, and we dip into this low consciousness state. And it just makes it harder for us to be this free, loving, peaceful person that we want to be. Now your soul self, on the other hand, knows the truth that you were born from stardust, that language is extremely limiting, that clothes is limiting, that having a body is limiting, that living within all these rules and confines is a joke. It's a cosmic joke to be so limited when your soul comes from this ethereal place that has no limits, that has no bounds. 
where endless love and peace exists. But your soul came down to earth for a reason. And the way that I kind of think about it is almost like there is this game, like all these energies in the universe were kind of bored and was like, hey, there's this thing called earth. Do you want to go play? You're going to have to have a body that you're going to have to take care of that's going to break down as you age. You're going to deal with other people who are going to be at different states in their journey of consciousness. We're going to have these people who are in the matrix who are essentially NPCs, aka non-playable characters. And your job is going to be to just have as many experiences as you can, go through as many emotions as you can, especially the contrasting ones like grief and anger and sadness, so that you can experience all the other ones like love, excitement, joy, purposefulness, happiness. And while you're there, might as well make some friends, help the world out, and then you get to come back here into the ether and maybe go somewhere else. So the reason why I say your best self is a construct of the matrix is because it's almost sinister in the way that it looks at the truth of we want to be able to grow and expand. We want to push past our limits, create, manifest, and attract things like love and have a purpose. But it distracts you with the human ego and all these desires that are frivolous, but might bring you joy, which is totally fine. But these distractions nonetheless, like status, like job prestige. And it takes you away from the main focus that you're here to connect with and experience life to the fullest. Like I said, your soul self came from the universe, right? It came from the ether. And the funny part is that your soul actually knows that your true self is fully worthy, is fully enough. You're an extremely powerful manifester. You're connected to your emotions. You're intelligent and resourceful. And I'll go more into this at the end, but essentially your best self is a lie and your soul self knows that you're already enough and your journey is actually to just come back to be yourself, to embody who you are in order to expand. Expansion does not look like going out and getting all the things, joining all the programs, getting all the degrees, making all the money, having all the things. If that's what you want to do during your time here on earth, then that's fine. But just notice that all those things are fronts for the underlying energetic current that runs through it, which is that you want to feel loved, you want to feel accepted, you want to feel powerful, you want to feel like you can do whatever you want to do and feel connected to yourself and other people. That freedom, that love, that is what everyone's after. And how you do it is up to you. Now let's talk about part two, why you're really here. We're going to talk about soul contracts here. So if you're more spiritual, you might already know this. But if you're more of just starting your soul searching journey, then your soul contract, you can think of as your purpose, your mission. Wooden personal development podcasts and stuff would typically refer to as like the thing that makes you get up in the morning, right? The thing that motivates you. But the soul contract kind of goes deeper where your soul has a specific personality, a specific energy. You have unique gifts and talents and skills that were endowed onto you to use in this planet, in this lifetime, for some reason. This is why you see that people have so many different interests, why there's so many hobbies, why some people are much more analytical, data-driven, people who are great with working within the matrix in this current reality, and then people who are more free-spirited, who are typically actually seen as people who have mental illnesses or disorders like ADHD and autism, but are extremely gifted at being able to go deep into one specific thing that interests them. They're actually going to be the ones who create all this art and music and all these things that almost remind us of how we're a spiritual being. This is why when you listen to music or look at art or watch movies and all these different things, you feel this wave inside of you, this 
electricity kind of running through you that allows you to zoink out of your current reality and the matrix that you're living in and experience this other level of joy of understanding because just the words don't do it. It's the reason why you're so drawn to things like the ocean or the mountains or the forest, why you're drawn to animals, specific people, specific clothing. We're all little parts of this huge puzzle and our job is just to discover what is our piece and where do we fit in this huge puzzle and do our job. The problem is that because our society has been dominated by things like patriarchy, misogyny, racism, sexism, and all these other isms like ageism and speciesism included, and we love to live in a black or white world, and we also love believing that there's scarcity, that there's not enough for everybody. It's a doggy dog world out there and it's you know, you versus them, it's a win and lose situation always. It has brought down the entire vibration of our collective consciousness to make us live in fear, in uncertainty, in doubt, in resistance, in trying to have as much control as possible over our lives when obviously you know you can't have control over everything, but we still believe that we can and we fight it. Your soul though knows better. Your soul knows what it's here to do. And it's going to be unlocked by those certain codes that are in like your hobbies, people that you meet, animals, places that you go to. If you've ever traveled abroad, then maybe you felt the sense of connection to this entirely different culture, this entirely different language, different foods, different ways of being. And that is like the unlocking process of being more of who you are, opening your perspective to what's out there so that you know what you're here to do. And if you're caught up in the matrix thinking that you can't do what you wanna do, that Things like watching TV is a waste of time, video games is a waste of time, crocheting is a waste of time, going out for a walk is a waste of time, and all that matters is how much work you can produce, how fast you can produce it, and climbing up this corporate ladder that was built by the matrix, then you're gonna be sucked out of your power and you're gonna turn into an NPC. Don't do that. Do not trade your life force and your soul for something that was created by the matrix like money and status. And instead, look at the energetic undercurrents of all these decisions that you're making, all the things that you want, and follow that. Your soul, your intuition, it knows you best. If you don't know Marie Kondo, she's a great example of this. Marie Kondo is a Japanese woman who goes into people's homes and helps them clear out all the things that are not sparking them joy and only allows them to keep the thing that does spark joy. And to her, it's an extremely simple process. It's so intuitive. You can hold something and if it brings you that like, like nice sparkle then you know that it sparks joy and you keep it if it doesn't it's gone doesn't matter if you haven't worn it yet doesn't matter if it's you know something that you had since childhood you get rid of it and so many people have such difficulty letting go of things even though it doesn't spark joy because we're taught that scarcity is the truth that oh well what if you're gonna need it one day or what if you made a mistake and you're gonna regret it or what are other people gonna think if you don't have this or if you get rid of this or you're gonna hurt someone's feelings we forget that we have control over our own lives and that if we're not paying with actual money then we're paying with our inner peace our physical space we're paying with our time our attention our life force in general so in order to get to the root of why you're really here and what your soul contract is which is essentially like divinely when you chose to come down to here to earth this ideology that there was a specific reason and once you were completed with that mission then you're able to go back i think in buddhism karma works really similarly where you're basically reborn and reincarnated in this earth over and over again until you are free of all karma and then you can reach nirvana so when I say follow the thing that sparks your soul, follow the thing that lights you up, 
It's like this idea of Marie Kondo's sparking joy. If you've been having a hard day and you have a ton of work to do, but the thing that you really need, that your body is telling you you need, that your soul is telling you you need, is to go take a walk, call a friend, bake some homemade bread, and watch Netflix all day, then go and do that because there is a reason for it. It's not bad. You're not missing out on anything. You're not gonna die. You're not gonna get fired. It's gonna be fine. If now, I will say, if you do get fired for missing like one day of work, then that's probably not for you. And the divine forces will not fuck with your free will. Like your free will is going to be the thing that actually allows you to drive your reality or not. But the universe will conspire around you if you have these inklings that you want to kind of break out of the matrix but are having a hard time doing it. Sometimes it'll conspire around you where it will like make life so difficult for you with this one relationship or make this job feel such hell so that you make the decision to break out of it, break out of this perceived safety that you've created and follow that intuitive hit that you know that this isn't for you. You don't know what is for you, but if you know what you know, which is that this is not for you, then you can't go wrong with getting rid of it. And then the next step when you're in that uncertainty, that is where you're actually allowed to receive and the universe can help drop things into your universe like people, like opportunities, like jobs. And that's gonna be the thing that gives you that clarity and intuitive hit of what to do next, right? It's like you don't get the cheat codes for the next five years, you get the cheat code for this next week or the next month. And unless you use it, you're not gonna be able to get to that next step. That's the thing that stops people from actually following their own paths, discovering why they're really here and fulfilling it is because they think that they need a completely paved pathway that shows them the next five-year plan, one-year plan, and they're not open to the change and the not knowing they can't learn how to tolerate that discomfort of being in the shadows of things. And so they try to force things to happen or they do things before they're truly ready to do it or they stay way too long in a place that they know that they don't wanna be in because they can't see any of the way. Your soul does not have an ego. Your soul isn't touched by fear, by other human resistance. Your soul is solely here to help you and guide you to being where you need to be. It doesn't have any other agenda so you can always trust yourself. Despite what other people might tell you, despite what your inner critic wants to tell you, if it's sparking you deep within your soul, you can trust it. A couple more points that I want to bring up here is the kind of spiritual age that we're in right now. Currently, we're in the age of Aquarius, which, by the way, I'm an Aquarius. I'm also a projector by human design and projectors are the ones who are here to guide the energy. They're literally meant to point people in the right direction to help them use their energy most effectively and lead this generation of people into the next era so that we continuously progress as a society and as a collective. That being said, being in the age of Aquarius, what we're seeing is that we're all being invited to elevate our consciousness as a collective. We see that political systems are failing, financial systems aren't working, there's so much disparity in wealth. Racial divides and gender divides are no longer acceptable. There's more and more people who are seeing that they're not binary, that people aren't fitting into one box. We see neurodivergence finally being more talked about, more accepted, and being able to learn how to partner with it instead of thinking that it's some type of disorder and that you need to medicate it. So overall, we're seeing this elevated consciousness where it's not just one thing. It's no longer black and white. We actually can see the gray area and feel the gray area. And we want to be in this gray area. So these old systems are failing and there needs to be new leadership that rises up. This is where you might be feeling called to wake the fuck up. If you've been feeling the pull to be a coach, to be a healer, a teacher, to create new products, 
to help the environment, to find more sustainable systems of change, to go into a more meaningful career and overall like help the collective, this is your time. That is your divine timing. That is your divine purpose. It's not by accident. It's literally by your soul's design. The matrix will keep running, okay? Remember, there's always gonna be those NPCs. The matrix will keep running and it's gonna be fine. But what we need help with is elevating other people into their consciousness, into their own true selves, for them to expand and embody who they really are so that we can create new systems when our political systems fail. We can create new systems when our financial systems fail. We can still create peace and tolerance and be able to collaborate when these racial divides and gender divides fall apart. You are crucial to the ascension of global consciousness so that we can move into the next age that comes after the age of Aquarius, which is the golden age. And this golden age, golden era, like I think I haven't gone this far into it, but I believe that this is essentially like a cycle, like an upward spiral that keeps happening over time because the last one happened like, like centuries ago. But it's an age of peace and prosperity. And you see this happen all the time in your own life or in other people's cycles where there's a lot of trauma, there's a lot of shit that goes wrong. Like for example, there's a war, right? And then we realize, okay, shit, that was really bad. We didn't need that many people to die. Things have to change. And then there's an age of change. And then there's peace for a while. And then things stop working again. And then you go back into war and destruction. And then you go back into let's problem solve and figure this out, right? It's this huge upward spiral that just keeps going. That is the loop of life. So the age that we're in right now is we're in that transition phase. Chances are, if you're watching this, you're somebody whose soul contract is meant to be serving, to be helping this collective in some way. And it is your job to get out of the matrix, to remind yourself of who you really are, what you really want to do so that you can fulfill that. Now, aside from what you're meant to do here collectively, like I said, our souls are here to connect, to enjoy our lives. So realize that too, that your time here on earth is very limited and you don't have to spend every single waking moment throwing yourself into work, throwing yourself into a nonprofit, trying to like help as many people as possible. You're also here to enjoy life and to experience those moments that light you up, that bring you down just the whole shebang. One of my favorite movies to watch is Soul by Disney Pixar. And let me tell you, that movie spoke to me, like spoke to my core the first time that I watched it. And then I took shrooms, which by the way, if you want to know about how that experience went, I have an entire podcast episode on that. You can go and listen. It's podcast episode number 57. But after that experience, it felt like that, that movie was meant for me. Like <laughs> it, it made so much sense to me. It was like, this is literally how life works um, and how everything is works. Like surely the entire team who worked on that project had to have taken shrooms, have to be star seeds and people who are very connected with their souls because it is honestly like such an amazing representation of what our purpose here on earth is, how we can enjoy our lives, where we come from, where we're gonna go. So highly recommend that movie. Spoiler, essentially you see that the meaning of life is not to like do something, not even to do what you love, but it's actually to enjoy those little moments of life that spark joy, that make you feel alive. Okay, so part three, why you're struggling. Now, if you know about Buddhism, then you might be familiar with the four noble truths. Yolanda and I talked about this on her podcast episode, so I'm going to put that right here if you're watching it right above Cornelius. He's sleeping on this couch. But if you're listening to it, then it's going to be in the show notes. 
we briefly touched upon the Four Noble Truths. And the Four Noble Truths is that life is suffering. There's a reason for that suffering. There's an end to that suffering. And there's a road to get to that end of suffering. So you're struggling right now because life has suffering in it. That's just inherent in our reality. There's people who die. There's terrible things that happen. Your body deteriorates. You know, like we said, there's just the element of surprise and the unknown that breeds chaos in this world. And like we know in science, chaos is what nature prefers. Spontaneity literally is what the world is after. So the more we try to control, the more suffering that we can create. The more that we try to resist what our reality looks like, the more suffering that we create. The more that we lie to ourselves, the more that we gaslight ourselves into believing that we should be doing something that we don't really want to be doing, that we shouldn't feel a certain way, that we shouldn't be with somebody, that we can't have what we want, that money's not for us, that this is as good as it gets. This is just how the world works, right? The more we gaslight ourselves into these lower levels of thinking, the more suffering that we create for ourselves, the deeper into our depression we go, the more anxious that we feel, the more disconnected we feel from ourselves, other people, and the world around us. Essentially, staying in the matrix, believing in the matrix, and not believing yourself and your own intuition that there is a way out and that you can take it. The key part here is to actually understand why it is that you're suffering. This is where personal development comes in and this whole idea of personal growth comes in. The goal of personal development is not to fix yourself. It's not to fully heal yourself. It's not to be this perfect version of yourself. It's not to grow and continuously grow like cancer. It's actually to get to the truth of what has been holding you back, what is stopping you from being who you really are, and learn how to embody that. Learn how to flow with the seasons. Learn how to meet yourself with compassion. Learn how to overcome your fears, your doubts, your insecurities. Learn how to trust in uncertainty and be in the dark. Learn how to not have to know and still take action anyways. Learn how to show up for yourself even when you don't feel like it. That is the purpose of personal growth, of personal development. Because at the end of the day, if you want to expand your life, if you want to have a partner, if you want to have a bigger house, if you want to have more money and all these wonderful things, what you're doing is you're expanding the amount of energy that you can steward. But if your capacity isn't matching, like if you have the capacity of a mason jar and that represents like the money, the love, the compassion that you can steward, but you're like, no, I want like this gigantic mansion filled like capacity. You're going to need to do some work to break that mason jar down and get a bigger one. But most people don't want to break it down. Most people are afraid of that. Most people are not willing to not let this reality be the best reality or the thing that they think is acceptable and is enough for them. They're not willing to let that go so that they can create something new. They can create something bigger so that they can actually let themselves take up space and be who they're supposed to be. So once you found out that reason for your struggling, you know, go hire therapists, go hire coaches, go hire spiritual guides, shamans, soul workers. I can tell you right now, I've done tarot readings for people who literally, it changes their fucking life in 30 minutes. I cannot stress this enough. And I probably don't talk about this enough, but like seriously, if you are struggling through something right now, if you need instant clarity, if you wanna feel connected, if you wanna stop feeling like shit, hire me. Give me your fucking money and I will trade you with this clarity that's going to far surpass the value of that money. I promise you. And the link is going to be down in the show notes or you can just go to my site, gentoy.com. That's J-E-N-C-U-I.com and go book your session right now. Like literally the booking link, you can pay all of that. It's on my site. 
And the reason why it works so well is because I'm facilitating a conversation with your soul self. It goes past that conscious level of things. It goes past the whole matrix bullshit. And I speak to your soul. And we use tarot cards as a way to communicate with that because you're going to see that it brings up a lot of inner wisdom that you didn't even know was there, that has always been there and continues to be there. But the veils of all the illusions of you don't have time, you don't have the money, you're just someone who's going to be depressed, you're just somebody who, you know, this isn't for them, you're afraid, whatever that resistance in those veils blur your vision to that inner wisdom on a daily basis. So what we're doing is we're cutting through all of that bullshit, tuning your frequency to you, and that is how you get to get that clarity, get that confidence, and get that connection. Okay, so back to what we were talking about. Once you've understand your, your reasonings for suffering and understand the cause of that, now we're going to move on to part four, which is essentially those last two pieces of the four noble truths of there's an end to the suffering and there's a pathway there. One more side note on the soul readings that I do with the tarot cards is that this is literally what we do. We figure out where you currently are, like where, where are you suffering, where you really want to be, and then the pathway to get there. So let's talk about how to ascend your consciousness to get out of this matrix and actually get into the life that you want to live. I'm going to invite you to take a deep breath here and just feel your body to relax. Oh my gosh, Cornelius literally just took a deep breath with us. I'm going to die a little bit inside. Okay, now take another deep breath. Okay, and relax your body. I want you to close your eyes and I want you to just listen to me speak because I'm going to speak to your true self. I want you to notice how you feel in your body, in your mind, but especially in your soul. I want to see if this lights you up. Your true self already knows that it's worthy, that you are worthy, that you are enough, that you're incredible. You know who you are. You know that you are enough. You do not have to argue with anybody. You don't have to tell anybody why you're doing anything unless you want to. You don't have to defend yourself about what path you are on because you know that the path that you are on is for you. You know there's no right way. You know there's no wrong way. You know that there is no timeline on your growth, on your expansion. Your true self knows its way home to itself. You know how to come back home to your soul no matter where you are at, no matter what challenge you are facing. You know that there is a truth that you deeply connect with, that you know to be true, even if that truth is I don't know right now, but I will know that the path will be revealed to you. And you will know when that path has come. You will know when to take it. Your true self is tapped into the resources and resourcefulness to create anything that they want. You have the ability to be resourceful, to create the energy, the time, the money, the effort, the connections, the motivation to get anything that you want if that is your true desire. You can allow yourself to do so. It is safe to do so. Because your soul knows that it is the most important thing for you to invest in your own self, to invest in your journey, to uncover who it is that you really are, what you're meant to do here, and to do it. You know that that is the worthiest goal that you can have, that is the most valuable thing that you can do for you. Your true self is not needy or desperate. They are so solid in themselves. They are so solid in their worth. 
that they are simply magnetic to all the things that there are for them, and they repel anything that is not. Where there is friction, they know how to smooth the ground. Where there are blocks, they know how to go around. Where there are barriers, they know how to break them down. And they trust themselves to go on the path that lights them up, not the one that they are told to go on. Your true self knows that even when you don't know something, you have the resourcefulness to figure it out. It knows that if you are feeling uncertain, that universal timing is just asking you to be patient, to mine the wisdom that you are currently in, that you have, to be in full appreciation, love, and acceptance of where you are now so that the next step may be revealed to you after you have mined the gems of where you are currently at. Your true self knows that you can do whatever you want, not because you deserve it, but because you are infinitely worthy, there's no such thing as deserving. There's only simply your desire. Take a deep breath, notice how you feel, and open your eyes. This is how you ascend out of the matrix and into your own wisdom so that you know what path is for you. You have to come back to yourself to remind yourself time and time again, every time that you see yourself wanting to get it caught up with, I don't have enough right now. I don't know what to do. These people are such a pain. Whatever petty drama and gossip is surrounding you, whatever the world is doing currently, Noticing those places where you are feeling your anger, your sadness, your happiness, and your joy are all clues to you getting closer to where you need to be. Let the uncomfortable emotions fuel your desire to go for what it is that you truly want. And let the loving and comfortable emotions allow you to enjoy where you currently are at. Bringing this balance to yourself is what's going to create that inner harmony that you've been looking for. And it's also going to guarantee that as you move along your path, as you expand, whether it's your social circle or your finances, your capacity to have joy and tolerate all different types of emotions, it's going to guarantee that you can still have your inner peace at the end of it. I hope you enjoyed today's episode and that it helps you connect with who you truly are. I mean, this is my shit. This is my bread and butter right here. I could talk about your soul and spirit guides, tapping into your intuition, your psychic abilities, breaking out of the matrix all day. And if this is something that's piquing your interest, then I want you to give yourself the permission to follow that soul yearning and I want to invite you to come work with me. So if you want to start off your 2023 personal development journey with the true deep hard work, which is to understand yourself and befriend yourself, bring balance and feng shui in your inner world in order to bring that to your external world, then go ahead and go to my site at gentoy.com so that you can apply to work with me. I currently have three and six month journeys. And if you are an entrepreneurial spirit that's feeling called to rise up in this age of Aquarius and serve the collective, then there's a year long journey specifically designed for you to help you tap into your gifts, your power, and get the guidance to build your business in your solopreneurship journey. That's everything today and I'll see you in the next one.